recording here we are rolling let me do a check <laughs> wait is that recorded too can you press that button again oh yeah i can't put stuff on the edge welcome to martial art mindset <laughs> my Tribulation is- twins New equipment. Okay, I think that's uh, enough of us being silly. Yes. Um. Oh, let's actually. Start. Yeah, let's introduce ourselves. Let's actually start. Ooh, I think we'll be okay. The battery's low. <sighs> my name is Calvin, and my name is Kevin, and we are the Blazing Twins. Twins, and this is Martial, Martial Art, Art Mindset. Mindset. All right, so uh, it's been a minute since we shot a new episode, or I'm sorry, new session of this, uh, because of life. Man, two years. Two years. We've taken a break for two years. I don't know if you guys noticed uh, in the footage of the previous session, at the beginning, we put when it was shot, and it was Mm. shot in 2020. So I've noticed, I've noticed people that said, oh, yeah, I started watching your podcast. It's great that you got it out. It's like, well, all of that was actually shot two years ago. Yeah, we we shot eight episodes of it. And we nine. Nine. Nine or ten, something yeah, like that. Something. So, and we, we were like, we, we had a schedule. We were meeting up regular times. Uh, mm-hmm. All these things going on. And we really had our mind, our body, and our spirit tested. <laughs> all right, so before we, we go any further, let's... Uh, Sarah Mantra. All right. Mind. Body. Spirit. I use my mind to think. I use my body to move. And I use my spirit to, to spread, spread love. love. All right. And that's, that was our mantra that we made in our previous episodes. And it's very important because martial arts, yes, we can think about all the punches and the kicks and everything that we can do to hurt somebody. But we also get to keep in mind that our body is fueled by our spirit. Mm-hmm. It's all loop. It's all cycled it's together. Loop. So, and also, um, want to say this too. Um, if you're just now watching this episode, or sorry, this session, or listening, or listening, right? Um, YouTube, Spotify, all those things. Please watch the previous sessions because that is our foundation to uh, the mindset mm-hmm. that we have laid for this podcast. Yes, uh, the mindset because we we've learned that. You know, over the quarter of a century that we've been training and the, over the half decade that we've been teaching martial mm-hmm. arts, we're actually in one of the dojos that uh, I teach at. He t- he I'm, a, I'm a program director and a teacher at another a dojo. So this is, I was telling him earlier, was, we were uh, setting up for this podcast and I was like, man, take a pause for a second. What would our five-year-old self think about us right now? Hmm. They'd be like, you're you're doing what I pictured you doing. But it's crazy because, like, the journey to get here was nothing I ever expected. Like, honestly, being a martial arts instructor was the last thing I was expected I was going to be doing. What did you expect you were going to be doing? <laughs> being uh, the big time uh, movies, being that person that after coming out of college was like, hey, you know, 
I feel like we have a great look. We have something working for us. We're twins. Like we mm-hmm. got s- these martial arts skills. When we were out of college, we necessarily didn't have the acting, which we knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had enough confidence for us to be able to make it work. And I thought we will be working in the Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I thought that in too. The, in and the movie industry. We actually had. Uh, we actually once we graduated from college, we're thinking, do we move to L.A. Mm. or Atlanta? We wanted to go to L.A. Because we were like, that's where we need to be. And that's where all, like, everybody and we're, in film school. We're in like, Alabama. So Alabama. Oh, sheesh. Alabama, which is beautiful. Like, we lived there for the longest time. And I honestly am thankful that we lived there. After thinking about it, living in Alabama is what has helped to... Living in Alabama is what has helped with a lot of growth. Because it allowed for space um, mm, to dream to dream and think. Of course, if I was around certain people that stifled that, then it doesn't matter where you are. Mm. But we were always of the mind, like a monk mind. We would go out in nature and all this space, and that allowed our creativity to flow without being disrupted by somebody else. And it was either uh, usually us hanging out a lot or uh, we did sports as we were growing up, so we were always exercising, working out, doing something, and, of course, throughout and art too. Also, art, we, oh, we also yeah. like art in different ways, like music and drawing and just on the computer we graphics. We, we're literally just curious, and that's because we had the time and space in Alabama, mm-hmm. right? And because of uh, because well, honestly, because of the freedom that our our, our parents gave us, our dad uh, <laughs> gave us. And you know why he gave gonna, us that we're freedom? Gonna, we're because, actually yeah. um, before we go on mm-hmm. deeper, uh, the title of this mm-hmm. session is called "Cut Your Losses." All right, and I mean, there's one thing that has been cut. It's obvious. You haven't Hold on, I did. I showed a, a, a detail earlier, but if you are if you're listening on the audio, you're gonna have to make sure you see the video to see our hair difference, right? So it's called cut your losses. Uh, Kevin, who do we look like? We look like the Gia pets. He said. He said. I look like the before. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, I look like the before version, and he yeah, looks and like after. the after. Yeah. All right. Let's do that before and after thumbnail. Oh, I got, we got to take this off? Oh, yeah. Just real quick. Oh, okay. You look off. Uh, we, bo- we both look this direction. Both look that direction. Opposite. Before and after. All right. Just clearly... My hair is better, <laughs> obviously. Uh, and um, if I if I can share like why I cut my hair, I mean we're gonna go into cutting our losses because I've noticed whatever you do in small things in life, you do in big things in life. Mm. So um, one reason I cut my hair is because it was just damage from years and years of. He told me this too. He warned me about it. Okay, he's like, maybe you shouldn't put your hair so uh, tight in your bun. You're damaging your hair. Maybe you shouldn't do it a little looser. And I didn't listen. <laughs> he's like, no, that's just how I do it. I'm just going to keep doing it that way. Brush my hair really hard. Put just gel in it. Tie it back really tight in a high bun. And then now when I want to wear it down, it looked okay because the hair on top, that looked fine. But what was underneath mm-hmm. was damaged. What was underneath was damaged. All right, and we're going to talk about how... Our martial art mindset helped us again the, through the pandemic because that's really what it happened. It, it affected everybody. It affected uh, mm-hmm. that that uh, quote dream, which I feel still like is something that can happen. That that uh, because we 
still got a great look. We have so many skills, all these other things that will be on movie screens and TV shows and other things. But, but I think we got it's our own be, show. I think it's going to be in a different different way now mm-hmm. because I have a totally different clarity about attacking that, about mm-hmm. doing that. But um, let's talk about what's happened because the pandemic changed our trajectory. We were actually working on Black Lightning before uh, the pandemic happened. And the one of the writers of the show, he's like, hey, season four coming. Like, you know, we're, gonna, we're thinking of doing some cool stuff. We didn't get any details or whatever. He's like, yeah, cool. Like, you know, we know. Yeah, it was just in up. passing on set, too. Like, uh, oh, yeah. there's going to be season four. Mind you, God worked it out where we didn't have a agent and we didn't have a manager and somehow we still got on to this show mm-hmm. all right? and we weren't in the union so we, won't, we, got on the we show. won't go over like the full details of that because if you look at some of our previous things and look at 10 with the twins on our on our uh, youtube channel you can see more of our things about the film industry mm-hmm. but that's that's one of the main reasons why we wanted to because martial arts when we were kids we used to watch a lot of movies so like we naturally <laughs> want to make movies like mm-hmm. we uh we went to film school because we wanted to be in front of the camera and behind the camera and now mm-hmm. that the pandemic has happened and it slowed everything down oh man and you know what we were doing L- literally <laughs> right literally right when the pandemic right before the pandemic happened we planned out starting our martial arts classes and we started them Mm-hmm. So we started conducting them. We did two classes, mm-hmm. and then March fifteenth, twenty twenty, came around. Cut all of that out. We tried to do virtual, but it was just we didn't have the plan to back it up. You know, being held back and in, in your place, you get depressed, and we didn't have the tools to help us grow out of that right away. So. Mm. But yeah, literally yeah, right so before the it's just crazy because some of the, the great things that, um, yeah, I had to cut the losses, but there's some great things that uh, happened. Mm. So since then, I've actually, in 2021 is when I started teaching full time. And before that, I was self-employed for three years mm-hmm. as a yep. videographer, and mm-hmm. edit, shooting, editing. And professional Instacarter. <sighs> What else did you do? You did Instacart, Instacart Uber, Eats. Uber Eats. I mm-hmm. mean, a bunch of jobs since I've been here. But like, when I was self-employed, it was one. It was one of those kicks where I was like, "Yo, if I'm gonna have the freedom to set my own schedule and do what I want to do when I want to do it, how I want to do it, like, I got, there's sacrifices I'm gonna have to take, mm-hmm. right? And one of those sacrifices was taking a whole lot of little pay. <laughs> it felt like it felt like fishing every single day right mm-hmm. and but which taught me a certain grit taught me a certain grind taught me a certain like mindset to change like because at, at some point it's like yeah I can't, I can't keep on doing this this is like mm-hmm. it's, it's not sustainable mm-hmm. right it, this is just me trying to survive i wasn't in that mindset of like thriving exactly and then i didn't know um that this opportunity was available we had a uh, somebody hit me up and they're like hey we got this this opportunity here at this dojo to help it grow and it has uh something that'll be able to take care of you and all that and it was across the street from where i used to work at right it's crazy so like mm-hmm. i went from being self-employed to then being a martial arts instructor mind you i've taught uh before that i've taught at an after school program and i've taught uh private lessons yeah, and other things private but lessons. i hadn't taught as much as him because i started in 2017 um teaching 
martial arts. I started part time first. But I'm catching up. I'm catching up on how many classes I'm teaching, and I I like to say I'm really a great, uh, (laughs) better teacher than him. So Um, uh, we'll give him that bone. (laughs) Because that's all I'm doing right now, and I I love it. Like it's crazy how much energy it gives me. uh, Just before we're shooting this, this is late at night. It is late at night. It's one, two, three. (laughs) <laughs> and it's uh after i taught six classes day and then mm-hmm. yesterday i taught five classes and then the day mm-hmm. before that i taught six classes yeah. and then tomorrow i got to teach five classes and then on you know it's the spirit that you got to have then to I, the, in between in the body that too. there's mm-hmm. private lessons in mm-hmm. between all of that so like what teaching has been such a gift has taught me is how to actually direct because I got to direct these students and how to move and I got to teach them how to learn something that's actually going to work and I can't teach them wrong, right? So I'm learning how to direct them. I'm learning how to collaborate. I'm learning how to work with a bunch of different personalities and people, not only the students, but the people who bring them, their parents that are there, that are sitting there watching, you know, and it, it, it brings me so much joy in life because I, 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 I love giving back to the younger people because... I was a kid at once, and I was a kid doing martial arts at once, and I knew how impactful martial arts was for me when I was while I was young, and we both know that, mm-hmm. which is why we continue to teach. And um, when I teach martial arts, the reason that I continue to teach is because I wanted to become the teacher that I wish I had. Mm. Not saying the teachers that I had weren't good, every because they all. If you put them all together, they all help make who I was make who he was. Mm-hmm. But now, like, how can we be even better than that? How can I take the knowledge I have and give it to these students and make them better? And hopefully mm-hmm. they can get better than me one day. And that doesn't start uh, all the time when they're older. It can happen when they're older. If you go back, look at our session with Master Frankie. She started martial arts at 43. So it doesn't matter what age you start, but what you have to renew is your thought process of starting something new. Yes, and at a young age, like a lot of these students that I do have, like the ones who came in and could come in and come to work, they, they want to work, but then there's the students who just have no motivation. And, oh no, it died. You have batteries? Hopefully. All right, um, we were talking, sorry. Hold the, on one second. Sorry, the the mic got cut. Mm-hmm. The mic got cut off um, because the, the new equipment, we learned how to use it, <laughs> and the battery died. Technical difficulties happen, and that's what editing is for. And that's why we come prepared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, we were talking about just, uh, I was talking about teaching, and then he was talking about uh, just him oh, being, how I being started, a teacher, right? right? Mm-hmm. Why, Started in 2017 um, as a part-time instructor and then started going full-time instructing, teaching at after-school programs. There was a point where I had one every weekday. I'd go to a different school, drive to that school to teach the after-school program, then drive to the Dojang because it was a Taekwondo place and teach the classes there. Um, And then there was a point where I was doing that job we were also in school online Mm -hmm. so we were in school online after uh we graduated in 2015 um went back to school online we also 
worked at FedEx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we, I also started working at the martial arts school. Um, and then there was something else, too. Yeah, I had I had different jobs in between that. So you, we worked at FedEx. I quit that, okay. and I was working for Amazon customer service online. And we were like, of course, like, oh, and videography jobs in between, and trying yeah. to get on music videos and like a Bob music video, the uh, Peter music video, and any uh, any any work that that could keep us in contact with the entertainment industry. Like, there's a whole uh, we we sacrificed time and did a lot of background mm-hmm. work. Did a lot of extra work. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not. It was it was a big part of the journey. It was there's a lot of great. We met time a whole lot that. of people. Mm-hmm. Learned about how movie sets work. Uh, learned about the different types of movie sets. Learning about the <laughs> different budgets and no budget, this budget, that mm-hmm. budget, and uh, informed us even more about our understanding of what of being in that industry. Mm-hmm. Now we've been. I'm not going to say out of it because we're still in contact with those uh, with people in the industry, and it's still something that we want to do. But we're not actively chasing it because God has our calling somewhere else. God has us called to do what we are doing right now, and those things that will come will come. But right now, we are a staple in the communities where our dojos are settled. Mm, so staple. Um, you know what that mm-hmm. makes me think about being grounded. Mm-hmm. Being immovable and the martial art mindset is what helped us, especially through the pandemic, like keeping us grounded. That's what I was going to say. This is so it, that's what it was. So I was working uh, at the Taekwondo school. I was also working at FedEx. And then I was also helping start a Toshin Do school, which is another martial arts school for free <laughs> on like two days a week while doing all of those things, plus our projects and everything else. So, like, had a full busy schedule. And when I would go home late at night, I would do solo martial arts training. Mm-hmm. I still do that to this day. Yes, to this day. To this day. To this day. Still do martial arts training. Yeah, just mm-hmm. wake up. And even after even after I get done teaching, I'll be like, all right, top 27 classes this week. What do I want to do? I'll go home and look at videos just stuck on YouTube, just looking at analysis videos of martial arts and fights and boxing and history and look at how bad fights look look at amateur fights like it don't matter to me what kind of martial arts it is right i just love Mm -hmm. it and it's uh it's not the violence of it it's just i understand how bad that could be and when when you see that pain it's like ooh, how do i not let that happen to me Mm -hmm. oh and the best way to not let that happen to you is don't be in that situation (laughs) don't be in that so talk about situations 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 will arise in our lives, but you gotta be smart about it. Celebration with the guys or the twins. Sell, you gotta be smart about it. See, I lived a life, lived a life here, and I love it. And I experience real ish. So don't you know? You don't have to call. No, no. I'ma be my ride tonight. I said my ride because tonight 
we tripping right now. <laughs> All right, this is <laughs> okay, silly okay. because uh, we're actually trying to avoid what we're talking about. <laughs> no, right. Honest. Sorry, y'all. Okay, so. Um, what, deep breath. What are we avoiding? All right, it's We've been avoiding because we want to, yeah, we already knew going into this. It was going to be tough for us because. On we, the car, yeah. We want to be able to be uh, vulnerable with the. Uh, with you all that are listening, that are watching, because that the only way to be able to apply the mindset within uh, life is that you got to understand life. You got to go through struggles. So uh, you got to you want to you got to be tested. You got to be tested first. I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna drop heavy stuff first if I go first. We'll what are we doing two out of three? <laughs> Look at us stalling again. <laughs> stalling <laughs> avoidance. All right, step. Step Not Joseph one, Stalin, just being Stalin. mindful of uh, your avoidant behavior. Mm-hmm. Which We're I, trying to I, cut that out. I was not. Uh, no, I was not. I'll I t- when, I, when I when I talk about, I'm mm-hmm. sure why. All right, and all right, that's one. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay, I said I was going to start heavy. Mm-hmm. One reason, this is not cutting the loss, but one reason I've been MIA is because I had a beautiful daughter that is two years old now. Mm. She's beautiful. She's a, she's she's a cute the cutest. So Out I'm of privacy that. for her, I'm not going to show images of her or say uh, her name, but she is the greatest gift. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing little human being. So you're saying she's great, but why are you saying it's a your loss that you're cutting? I have to cut so many of these habits that don't serve me. It's really don't serve her by me having them. Hmm. So, for example, I don't know if you can tell, and people that have seen me, you, you said it earlier, like, yeah, dang, Kevin, you lost some weight. <laughs> and I'm not depressed. There there are times when I do get depressed that I don't eat and then just lose a lot of weight. This time is just just overworked, a lot of things happening, but part of the journey, part of it, okay? Uh, but my eating habits aren't the best. I don't, I didn't set when I was younger, uh, good breakfast patterns or lunch or this or that. So, um, that's not good when you have a child that you're trying to make sure grows healthy. So, um, I had to cut those habits out that don't serve me anymore because they're going to hurt her. And that's just like a small example of it. So what's, uh, what's been the most difficult part for you? The time, any new parent knows the time that you don't spend around family at first or friends if you don't have the support system around for that, if that makes sense. So just... Mm-hmm. And where was the support system? What was what, what that? The support system wasn't there because I didn't allow it. So earlier you were talking about avoidant things. I would avoid certain things like telling my family that I'm about to have a child because of shame, because of guilt. 
Can I share my my part in that? Mm-hmm. Well, because I, I, one. Uh, oh, I shared it with him quickly. He was the shared, first yeah, one. He, I, I didn't waste time with him because like, I trust him. So and so, like I was like, hey, it's not my business to tell anybody, but like you told me, you probably should tell somebody. He got like three months, and I was like, hey, you should probably tell somebody. He got the six months. I was like, yo, you should probably tell somebody. Um, and what ended up happening? What ended up happening is that I was not as prepared as I could have been, and had to deal with a lot of the consequences of that financially spiritually, emotionally, because of my avoidant behavior, which was avoiding connection out of fear that I wouldn't be good enough, that I should be shameful of my actions, that I'm having a child out of wedlock. And where did that, that fear derive from? Society movies um just hearing arguments uh drama of what other people see you know like let me let me ask you this instead what uh fear where did that fear derive from you're saying that i'm i'm thinking i'm i'm more saying do you feel i'm asking and then you can elaborate do you feel like but not saying that. But do you feel like I'm just trying to find the word, right words because it's a sensitive topic? Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've made the best decision? No. Okay. Why is that? I don't because know why it took me so long to think of that. But it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's one because no, like, okay. we're going to talk let me, about. Let me, it let me talk bit, about. It. Yeah. I don't think I made the best decision in how I went about it. Mm-hmm. My daughter. I saw her face before she was even born. How's that possible? This is a vision. Vision. Three to five years before she was born. I saw her face, and when I saw her face when she was born, I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. That was meant to be. Spirit. Mm-hmm. But uh, the part that could have been better was the planning. I could have planned better. And where I'm realizing where I've had a lot of growth is understanding the importance of calendars and planning and scheduling because really if you want to have success you need to schedule it mm-hmm. we scheduled this podcast to be able to get it shot because before uh when we did it before we scheduled things but then life started hitting us we stopped mm-hmm. scheduling and then this drifted away and slipped out of our hands and we dropped it mm-hmm. and yeah i feel like it was both of us uh in our doing that made it happen because what ended up happening with me, just on the flip side, so he, um, when the when two years ago during the pandemic, like I made a bad decision. Mm-hmm. I made poor planning uh, because this is my thing. Now we played rock paper scissors, and then we call mm-hmm. <laughs> balls in my court. I made bad decisions because I decided to elope with somebody that. I truly was not fit to marry or they Mm -hmm. were truly not fit to marry me or we had that compatibility was a a facade in my head. Mm. And what ended up happening, we eloped, didn't get the family support like I expected. And so what did I do? You know, avoid family. But then, you know, on the flip side of that too, when the pandemic hit and like 
nobody expected it to happen. And you hear the divorce rates are getting a whole lot higher. And I'm in that percentage of being a divorcee. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was one of, one of my biggest fears uh, in my life. And why was that? Why is it? Because I made it a goal in my life when I was younger that oh, I'm never going to get divorced. I'm, whoever I choose to marry, that's who I'm going to marry. And I think that carried over into making a bad decision because it was a decision that I made on my own and I didn't get consultation, correct consultation, or I didn't pay attention to the signs and a bunch of red flags that uh, mm. why I, you- I, I overlooked. And I overlooked them because of learning terrible patterns of how to read people because the way we were raised, the mm-hmm. way we grew up, uh, again, we, we grew up in Alabama, but we were also not just Alabama. Raised in a, mm-hmm. uh, around the, we were raised in a military family, so we traveled every two or three years and moved and had mm-hmm. to adapt to We had to learn how to cut places. losses young. Yeah, so like I think we were so used to structure and like our dad making sure we were busy or he was teaching us or he was yelling at us about something like and making sure we and then not just him he had our sisters on us and he was on our sisters and And he's yeah it's just it was a whole bunch of just making sure we had that discipline we had uh he was trying to to raise us up and i think i had expectations that out in the real world now that i'm older now i'm in my 20s like you know, people should get it like I get it. Like, so, like, we should be trying to work together, especially if we're in a relationship and, like, you know, all of this. And, sheesh, I was a bad uh, bad apple chooser. <laughs> I'll just say that. I chose some bad apples. And that's not even including the toxic traits that we have our, had ourselves mm-hmm. that that's we didn't know because we weren't taught the skills to cope, uh, deal with, or manage those. And be able to read that. But what did help us is us one we never let go of our martial arts training mm-hmm. we never let go of our roots because i felt like if i let that go at one point you can't point, cut that out that that's not I a loss the loss myself that's not a loss the loss myself and thinking deeper and going into the training the reason why i train one is just to, when i was training and i was upset and on those nights when we argue all week you know what i mean like you're talking about you and previous person yeah my ex my ex-wife to say it to say it out loud to say it out loud say oh to say it out loud because if you notice on the podcast yeah i just now notice like oh look at the yeah look at the previous ones yeah look at the uh, it's a it's a free hand before not a free hand oh and it's crazy how in my body still sometimes i feel the weight of that because i haven't i'm still in the process of, of healing from a lot of the the pain that that goes with just honestly trying to tolerate just toxic toxins just trying to tolerate that coming mm. from somebody else because we had a high tolerance because we would be extremely toxic to each other when we mm-hmm. were younger not and realizing it didn't it. yeah and not, we were not the only ones yeah mm-hmm. like we're, we're we're brothers at time and we uh mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about that in a second but i just want to bring up like the martial art mindset really kept me grounded because it allowed me to be able to stay focused in the midst of the high anxiety that I would have wherever I would go. Uh, and when mm-hmm. I had, when I, even when I had that dark cloud over my head and didn't even, for and me, I didn't, I can even see the dark cloud exactly um, because I was so focused in it, but I wasn't so lost to a point that I felt like 
doing anything like harming myself or harming other people or anything mm. like that. I actually felt that at one point. Remember I told you about that? Mm-hmm. What? Mm. And why was that? Why did you feel that? It was because I was so stressed out and alone and I perpetuated my own uh, purgatory. Because, you know, when you, f- when you feel something, you want to confirm it to yourself. Like, I'm not good enough. How do I show it to myself I'm not good enough? Oh, I didn't get the dishes done. I didn't get the dishes done, so I'm not good enough. That means you're a piece of trash, huh? Uh-huh. That's, so I'm a piece of trash because, oh, I didn't take the trash out. Oh, oh I didn't take the trash out. Oh, I, I forget. It, it's just a perpetual circle um, that I was stuck in, and that gets tiring to stay in and stay in that loop, not getting enough sleep because you got, you know, babies crying, right? Still got to go to work, full-time job. I was driving, you know, all over Atlanta, <laughs> just go back and forth. So the suicidal thoughts started um, one day when I was just walking, I was, drove to work, parked the car, and I was walking into the building, and it just happened. And when I had the thought, I was like, that is not my thought. Hmm. You had to go inside your spirit and in your mind and in your body, feel that, and then in your mind tell yourself, that's not mine. And then what I did after that is scheduled some therapy sessions mm-hmm. so I can actually start building up my mental. I knew when I was at that point, um, that's when I needed therapy, which means we can do therapy anytime. Just like you can get massage therapy anytime. You can get aromatherapy, all these different kinds of therapy. Mm-hmm. You can get mental therapy anytime. Mm-hmm. And that's one the time that I really needed it, and it really, really helped out. Mm-hmm. And so let's let's talk about something. Um, yeah, we we used to be at odds with each other for a long time, <sighs> like for a very long time. And it stifled our work. This stifled us to even be able to communicate. That that made us more dysfunctional. Mm. Um, and I I I feel like. And this is just for our whole family, period. I feel like ever since we witnessed our mom dying of of cancer in 2014, like since that's almost nine years ago, September would be nine years ago. Mm -hmm. When we lost her, it felt like we lost a staple within our family. Yeah. Because being a being a military family and you're used to that unit. And that you because that you stay together. You stay together. You didn't you, have anybody you, else. We you? moved to Korea. And guess what was the same? Our family. We moved to Louisiana, Fort Polk, all these mosquitoes. Guess mm-hmm. what? We're all getting bit together as a family. In Washington State, all these white people don't know anybody, but we know our family. Mm-hmm. Alabama. Seven I don't or eight understand. different elementary oh schools. Yeah. Witnessing racism in a lot of different places and our dad teaching us how to overcome those things but and our, and mom, our mom was being there she was the peace okay our dad was the fire and the sun and our mom was the moon and the peace for at least for us yeah for us <laughs> we you would know, see our, our dad yeah, our dads are probably saw our moms he, he told us our mom's dark side but everybody has that side that's between them mm-hmm. but uh she was for me you know, I'm, I'm, I was mama's boy. Everybody said that. Mm-hmm. I was just mama's boy. Uh, everybody knew that. So it was, like, really hard mm-hmm. for me. And, and it, it, it also tore us apart because as we started growing up, because she didn't get to witness us uh, graduate college. Uh, she was almost there. To She almost was alive for it. Almost. Just right, just right there, right? <laughs> and um, 
the the reason we even we didn't take a break from school to process what was happening because she didn't want us to. She really didn't. That was her she thing. Was like no, she didn't even stop working until she couldn't work anymore. And we used to take her uh, when we were in high school to her chemotherapy treatments and other mm-hmm. things like that. And, and I used to think that was normal. Like, yeah, yeah people like, just, they're supposed to take their mom to chemotherapy. I don't know about thinking that it was normal. It was just like, this is what we're doing now. It's just this what is our life what the, is. And not knowing that it's not getting any better. Because that happened wasn't. for high school through college. Mm-hmm. And one thing I wish... And I was just thinking about this, like being 30 years mm. old. I was like, I wish I could have asked my mom about some woman advice. Yeah. Like for real. And then because she would have told me straight. She would have. She, like so, she was so straight to the point and, with, with us as a family. Like I remember one time we were getting pizza somewhere. My, my brother and I, we told you we were at odds at each other. This was one day we were just uh, with our mom. She drove us to the mall um, and we were bickering, arguing back and forth. We're getting food the whole time. We're bickering, arguing back and forth. We sit at the table, and we're still going back and forth. And then our mom looks at us and says, hey, you two stop arguing like little bitches. <laughs> she did. It was so funny. She just said it. And then we were like, <gasps> she never said that to us before. <laughs> she made it. <laughs> yeah, so and then we just started laughing. Just and a, she, she said that, but dissipated our argument. Mm-hmm. And we, we stopped arguing after that. And But unfortunately, because of life, like... Uh, and we're going to wrap this up soon um, because of life <clears throat> and us being so used to being together and being told like, Hey, you're, you're going to make it successful together. Like we, we had a twin separation anxiety because mm, as, as we didn't grew even know older it, and I was dating this person and he, he, he felt alone. So he uh, would project that, that feeling onto me and then it would end up, us going back and forth to argue, and I had anger issues, like really mm-hmm. bad anger issues. Really to, bad. Really, like, terrible. To it the was, point, there is a, something that happened between us that really, for me, catalyzed the angst that we had between each other. Mm-hmm. And it was this one time we were in the car, um, and I remember I was sleeping. I woke up yelling uh, because I thought he was going to hit the car in front of us. Um, woke up yelling, stop, 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 because I was scared projecting my fear on him it was really i just woke up from a dream that's really what happened but it startled him uh, and he got very upset and yelled at me about it um and then i forget what i did here what happened yeah we, we knew how to push each other's buttons but do you know that, that's the and please if you know how to push somebody's button don't do please it. don't do it don't do it you're asking for it it's so easy to press because it's a big red button mm-hmm. that big red shiny button that's so easy to press to hurt that person because we did it last night. Uh, we were arguing. We were arguing last we night. We haven't argued, argued in a long time. Yeah. But I think that was just also a spiritual thing, like from trying to stop us from doing this, mm-hmm. because it, when we're if we're going to bring up talking about the past, it's going to bring up like pain for him, pain for me. But and one uh, of the biggest pain points of if we want to give us small details about last night, one of the biggest things we dealt with wasn't necessarily the problems; it was the behaviors mm-hmm. when dealing with the communications of that of problems. Mm-hmm. So one thing that was is big and not so much now because we're learning to deal with it, but cutting each other off when we're speaking. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we have so much patience for a stranger, but sometimes we don't even have patience enough for our family members and let alone patience enough for ourselves. So like and, and when it when I'm thinking about mom dying, about um, being broke. <laughs> 
<laughs> and struggling and scraping by and then going through a divorce and then having a baby out of wedlock and thinking about all these different things. It's like, what is going to last is that steady, grounded mindset mm-hmm. and your character and the integrity you hold. I think uh, it, it's, it's hard because just like Jesus was tested, we get tested too. We're made to bear our own cross and there's, it's not easy actually to be a Christian. If it was, everybody would. You know, it's also not easy to be. What? A martial artist. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Um, so like life put us in a chokehold and our foundation kept us alive and we got through it. It was a tumultuous time, but just like he had to cut his hair, we had to cut all those cut old those behaviors. Losses. We had to cut uh, old beliefs. We had to be able to push ourselves to the next level and get grounded spiritually. We we find God and Jesus is one who keeps us grounded spiritually. Every day, not just a one-off thing. That's one thing about growth, guys. It's like a plant. You can't just water a plant one time and expect it to continue to survive. You have mm-hmm. to continually water it. You have to continually uh repot it Mm -hmm. you have to get a bigger pot if it needs a bigger pot to grow which Mm -hmm. means you might have to expand your own pot that that pondering is too small now Mm -hmm. it's time for you to go into a lake time for you to get into a river time for you to go into that ocean and this is this is why we want to create this podcast is because we're seeing the ripples that we're making in the community that we're in even though we had these dreams to be this uh movie star on this thing and that thing. It's like, you know what? And be I those actually, twins like I need that. To, I know. need to be in this community where I am right now because I see the difference that I'm making in this child's life and this student's life and this teenager's life and even this adult's life. And that all came from the foundation of martial art mindset. Mm-hmm. And so even though it's been two years and we haven't shot anything and this is a, the latest thing that we've shot, we have learned so much about martial arts and mm-hmm. not and only not even, were we building we're up our mind we, we have been consistently building up our skills and teaching <sighs> has taken those skills to another level mm. teaching all levels all levels ages three and up sometimes a two and a half year old i was about to say two and a half year old <laughs> throw that in there yeah yes yeah, so uh thank you all for listening to this session of martial art mindset Let's we cut uh, your losses oh and one thing i want to say before we do that you want to cut your losses but keep Keep your hair. Keep what is good. <laughs> because oh. those good things will grow. Mm. Look, his hair is going to come back. It's going to grow back. Right? It's going to grow back better. That thing that you cut off in your brain, guess what? That that muscle in your brain is going to grow back into something that actually is useful and functional for you. Mm-hmm. So cut your losses correctly to look for your growth. And this is our session of Martial Art Mindset. Cut your losses. Let's go ahead and end with our mantra. Mind. Body. Spirit. I use my mind to think. I use my body to move. And I use my spirit to to spread love. love. Thank you all for listening to Martial Art Mindset. Make sure you like and subscribe um, wherever you're listening to and if you're watching. So thank you all again. My name is Calvin. (laughs) My name is Kevin. (laughs) And we are the Blasian Twins. Twins. And that's actually Kevin. And that's actually Calvin. (laughs) (laughs) Peace.